Hey guys, check this out. I am officially now sponsored by Dubby. Dubby is a clean energy drink made to give you focus with no crash. If you guys are like me, you're always needing a burst of energy, especially with one with no crash. Dubby contains vitamins, amino acids, a nootropic, and 150 milligrams of caffeine. It keeps me awake with no jitters, guys. Check it out. Merch link is in the bio. Dubby. Okay, those are my friends, the, the the besties, if you will, the women's tag team champions. That is uh, Miss Kenzie Page and Miss Ella Envy. And they endorse the Alliance Guys podcast as we hope you all enjoy the Alliance Guys podcast. But today we're talking to a fellow podcaster, but more than just a podcaster, a gosh dang journalist, a gosh dang author who has written now three books, guys. Vinnie Berry, my pal, my friend, my confidant. Someone who I, had, I, I admire, someone who I look up to, someone who I aspire to be like, welcome to the show, man. Hey, thank you. Thank you very much. I uh, I, I do not say this uh, to blow smoke up anywhere, any place, but I am so dang proud of you for being able to do what you're doing by taking taking this history, taking these stories, these these personalities, these people and, and not only having the podcast, but then documenting uh, a little bit about them and a little bit about the stories that they've told you and putting it in book form. I, it, it amazes me. And I, we were talking a little bit off the air, but it's just such a cool concept. It's such a cool idea. And you're, what, what I love about it is, and, and you guys, if you look at the cover of this book, right, you'll see like there's people on there like Jazz and, and Thunder Rosa but you'll also see guys like Congo Kong. You'll see uh, Kamala. You'll see uh, Bobby Eaton. He, you know, the thing about what, what Vinny's doing here is he's talking to people from the past, present, and future of pro wrestling. And as somebody who's documented a lot of professional wrestling in my time, things get forgotten. Things get left out. And history tends to forget those, those moments, those opportunities, those stories and I think it's really cool, Vinny, that you've been able to capture that and share it with not just uh, the the listeners of the podcast for the Wrestleville podcast, but also when you put it in book form and, and make it available to to everybody. We talked to you last year about your pro the same the the project from last year, the the volume one, and now you've got volume two out. Tell us a little bit again about the process of how you've you vetted this talent. You found these uh, very interesting people and these interesting stories. How did you uh, get to that process? 
Well, I, I, I think, I, 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 you know, just going back, just rewinding a little bit back further uh, without getting into too long of a story. Um, you know, I, uh, I, I worked in television news for about 18 years, I think almost oh, wow. okay. 18, 18, 19 years. And so um, that taught me how to look for stories, you know, it taught me how to, you know, to kind of see like, okay, um, that looks like a giraffe, but maybe it's not a giraffe. Let's get a better look. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so um, it taught me how to, you know, kind of spot stories and see stories. And um, so, uh, oh, but I was more on the uh, photographer side, more on the producer side, working okay. with the reporters. And so I, uh, uh, always had a uh, interest in writing and done some writing in the past. When I moved down here to South Texas uh, from Phoenix, I, I ended up meeting some guys right away um, that covered boxing and MMA and uh, had a little bit of boxing experience, had a little bit of writing experience, and uh, they ended up bringing me along with them, and I just started doing uh, boxing. I started doing a lot of MMA, which I really had to learn right yeah sure anyway so I, I i i worked we did that for i don't know how many years i did that probably until about 2015 maybe the beginning so about four years and um crazy thing somewhere in in midstream of that i became the matchmaker of one of the promotion companies down here and that happened because um i was working in PR with uh, the promoter's sister. I was doing all the stories, but helping her get the word out, making graphic posters and stuff like that, doing so a lot of social media for them. And um, he would call me up like days before the title fight and say, hey, uh, we're going to have to cancel the fight. I need you to write something up. This is what happened. We lost our, um, say, 140 contender. And I sure. said, well, why don't you call this guy? And he'd say, well, who is that? And I was like, man, that dude's number four ranked in, st in the state of Texas. Yeah. In that division. So, you know, let's call that guy. And that was basically how I fell into that role was, you know, and he couldn't believe how how well I, I knew, uh, I guess, the game, right? But... <laughs> I was writing about him. So I knew, you know, I knew who was who, um, you know. So anyway, uh, that that's where that happened. But when when that all kind of came to an end, uh, we had some promoters uh, kind of disband and, and whatnot, move away or whatever. And it kind of dried up down here. And when that happened, I told my wife, I said, you know, I got to I, I, I got to keep on writing. I can't. You know, I can't just stop because it I literally it was like a withdrawal. You know, it was like, I, you know, I had that like that longing to write. So she was like, look, I don't care what you do, but this time you you drive the car, so to speak. You know, yeah. you get your own website. You do your own. You be your own boss. Yeah. You know, and uh, so I said, OK. And I, I said, hey, this might sound crazy. But I'm going in a 
totally different direction. I'm going to start writing about wrestling. She says, I don't care. So <laughs> that, that's, that's what I did. And I started, you know, I had a few contacts uh, on Facebook of wrestlers. I just started reaching out to them and I started telling them what I was doing. And before you know it, someone would introduce me to somebody else and someone would introduce me to somebody else. And before you know it, somewhere along the line, I got introduced to Lance Von Erich. And I told him what I wanted to do. We started working on that. And at that time, I was just writing stories, Jay, for the, the website. You know, just, you yeah. know, kind of, you know, sharpening the the saw, so to speak. You know, just kind of keeping my tools sharp and writing and, and learning and just, you know. And uh, I started doing that. Well, when it came time for... Uh, you know, follow up of, of Lance. Um, I was talking to Kenny Casanova and he says, what, what are you thinking about doing? And I said, well, you know, um, I'm not sure I had, I had a couple ideas, but he was like, look, how many short stories do you have? Yeah. You know, you could put those in a compilation. And so I started looking at them and, and that's what I did. And I, you know, to avoid from having a, a book that was going to be like 500 pages, you know, I went ahead, I, you know, when I got the idea, I, I basically had the idea that I'd do a one and two. Yeah. So, and that, and that's where, where I came and, you know, uh, people ask me all the time, they're like, well, how do you pick, pick the stories for the book? And, you know, I just, you know, I start talking to these people, these wrestlers, I, I watch them and I just, there's something about them that I think, you know, they're interesting people. You know, I, I think everybody has a story, you know, sometimes you have to, to look, look for it, you know, but um, I just enjoy talking to them and some of the things that I learned about them. And yeah, I just started, I just started doing that. So I don't really like, you know, Oh, I'm going to use this one. I'm not going to use that one. I'm going to use sure. this one. I'm not going to, I use them. You know, I mean, if, if, if I go out of the way to talk to you and, and spend time working on it, you know, I'm, I'm probably going to, you know, well, I did, I put it in the book. <laughs> so, I, I mean, I got to ask you this because I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here and I, I'm, the book is right here on my, my desk. I'm looking at it right now. And I've, I've seen so many familiar faces that are already in this book, but you know, you're still doing a weekly. Well, I don't know. It's not exactly weekly, but you're still producing interviews on Wrestleville, the podcast, like all the time. Right. I try to post two a week Two two a week. Okay. So that's more than I even, uh, even realized. So you're doing, you're still executing a ton of content. Does and you said like if you if you took the time to write that to to do that podcast, does that necessarily go into a, an idea for a book down the road, or is it I, do you, you just pick and choose who with whom you speak to? On on you know the 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 podcast that I've been doing for the last uh, you know couple years, uh, you know I, I guess what was it? It was about I can't remember really what number I was on, but I got to this place with the podcast where it was, you know, it was like, I kind of went through a drought, right? It was like, yeah. you, you know how, I mean, you, you have a podcast, so you, you know how it is about getting guests and it, it was almost 
I don't know if it was like a breaking point, but it was a frustration. And I just started uh, getting to this point where, um, man, I, I'm, I'm just not, I, I don't know if I'm going to keep on doing this. Well, before you know it, it, it started getting better. But then what I was doing too, I was holding some back, right? So, you know, I'm producing some where I'm sitting on some. So like I could take, two week vacation and it's still put out two a week for okay, a month. Okay. Right. And, uh, so I, I started doing that and that helped because it took some pressure off of, Oh, I need to get a podcast. I need to get a podcast. Um, you know, getting, getting podcast guests is a lot easier now. Um, I'm, I'm already working on, uh, another book and I not intending to do a, um, a volume three, I have the content for, uh, you know, a volume three, right. that might be something down the road, but it's, it's nothing that I'm looking at right now. Well, then that begs the question, what are you working on now? I am, I'm working on an autobiography and it is with uh, black Bart. Oh, wow. Okay. Hey, that's pretty cool, man. I, I think that's, it, it's funny. I was just talking to Danny Limelight. I, I know that you recently interviewed Papo Esco. I did. Uh, they, they both come from that bodega family. And uh, one of the things that he said now, he, he wrestles, of course, and he's also a stuntman in Hollywood, but he's also had a few acting roles as well. And he told me on the podcast, well, yeah, and, and I'm going to write an autobiography next year. And he made it sound like it's such an easy thing to do. It's such a, you know, of course, he knows his life better than anybody else. But, um, you know, when you're writing, when you put pen to paper or typing away at, on a keyboard, it's not always easy. How do you manage that, uh, the finding the time, the inspiration? And, and do you have some sort of schedule that you keep to, to keep yourself writing constantly? Well, that... That is a very good question. You know, I, my my cousin tells me all the time, he, he says, writing isn't the hard part. It's finding the time to write that's the hard part, right? Right. And um, there, there definitely is a lot of truth to that. There are some days, Jay, I can sit in front of the, the computer and, um, you know, pound out a three or four sentence for you know four line sentence and take me 45 minutes yeah and then then there's some days that you know i'm i'm in this i'm in my office here and and i and i my wife will say hey can i get you to do something i said yeah i'll, I'll go i'll take i'll take care of the trash right now but i gotta get back in there because i'm writing and you got and, the juices and flowing. She knows when it's flowing that i don't i don't come out you know and i'll tell her she goes, hey, I made dinner. I said, okay, are you real quick? But, hun, you got to understand, it's coming out right now. I'm right. I'm writing, you know. And it when it when it's like that, I just I can stay in here, man, and and have me really pound it out. That's I I mean, I love to hear that because then it makes me feel like, hey, I'm not the only one. Because there'll be days where like I'll stand here and look at the computer monitor and 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 I got nothing. But like you said, some days I sit there and I, I'm there for just a few minutes and I'm everything's hitting on that right cylinder. And you're like, oh, yes, this is this is going to work. And you just start typing away and it just it flows out wonderfully. And, and you know, even going back and editing it, it hey, it still sounds pretty good. Yeah. I, so I, I feel you on that one. That's that's pretty cool. Uh, 
now you mentioned that the the process of like you just kind of reached out to wrestlers and I, i'm hoping that people who are listening to this episode not only do they love wrestling but maybe they're looking to start a podcast themselves what's the what's the uh what have you found to be some of the best practices when you meet a, a potential uh, person interview whether it be a wrestler or a wrestling personality um, how do you approach them about speaking to them uh, about uh, doing an interview with you? I, I just usually, you know, I, I reach out to them, introduce myself to them and, and tell them what I'm interested in doing, you know, and, uh, you know, bring them on as a, as a guest. And so, you know, as you know, there's some conversations that just go really, really good. I don't know if you know who Moonshine Mantel is. Oh, yeah. you know? Man, I, I talked to him uh, about a week ago. And uh, I, I just feel like I know that guy all my life. You know uh, what I mean? Yeah, and, and I've only I've never met Moonshine Mantel. I've never spoken to him, but I've spoken to a lot of his contemporaries. Uh, gosh, a lot of guys I know who've worked with him or have used him on their on on their shows. And salt of the earth kind of guy. I've heard nothing but good things about him. Yeah, um, he was just so easy to talk to, you know. And yeah. it's like, yeah, so. You know, but you don't get that with everybody, you know, and no. and sometimes, you know, a few and far between. But so I'm going to ask you a couple questions about the book. What was yeah. it that you like when you picked up the book, Jay? What what did you like about this volume two? So I I, I just I just got it yesterday. So I I've I've just kind of scratched the surface of it. One of the coolest things that I, I do enjoy about it is the photos that you have included. Um, like I mean, you list who's taking the photos, like uh, Four Corners Photography, or uh, and you've got photos of like Barbie Hayden and Jazz, or Rodney Mack, and I think that adds a different element to the stories that you're telling too, because people can literally see, you know, what you're what you're doing and what they've. When you're sitting here reading an article about Sal Renaro, you're reading this this uh, chapter about Sal Renaro, but then you have photos of him in action. It kind of gives you a different perspective. Or like with Colby Carino, like I just happened to pull up this page of Colby Carino, who's rumored to be going to the WWE, which is kind of cool. And, and you've got photos of him uh, working with Brian Pillman Jr. I think that's a, uh, for me, I think that's a pretty cool element. But then also what I really like about it too is the diversity of, of who you've interviewed. Because it's not just like, uh, oh, it's former WWE talents or it's up and coming indie talents. It's you really kind of cover the gamut of of legends, of up and comers, of of what we call indie darlings, um, people who have just just now are making it to that main level of pro wrestling. It, it, that's what I really find interesting is, you know, anyone could take a a legend and, and write a book about them. Well, not anybody, but you know what I mean. It, that they have well uh, versed stories and, and the legacy and, and people know about them. But like, it's another thing when you write a, a, a chapter about Sal Renaro, who I've, I've been following Sal Renaro's career since he was in NWA Wildside, And you have, you know, you have a couple of pages about him and in his time uh, on the Indies and all that. And I think that's really exciting and really cool that you've documented that, that piece of history Sal is not going to ever go down in, in, in the, you know, WWE hall of fame, but you've cemented his legacy in this book. And I think that's really, really cool. Yeah. And he's, and he's, he's one of those guys. I mean, he's been making a living off professional wrestling for, for quite some time, you know, he figured it out. Yeah. 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 You know, the, the thing that I, I like about this book 
and I was on a podcast with um, Susan Tex Green, who is in this book. And yeah. she, we were talking about my volume one and uh, she had said something, uh, the fact that, well, uh, you only have one woman in this in this book. And I said, well, I've been reaching out to you for a long time. So, <laughs> so we 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 set that up. And what I what I like about this book is when it comes to the women that are featured in this book, I'd have to say that, man, you talk about a home run. I've got uh, Jazz in here. I've yeah. got uh, Lalane Kai, who was in the first Rus uh, WrestleMania. I have uh, Thunder Rosa. I have uh, uh, Nikita Knight, who is Thea Hall in uh, NXT. I have yeah. uh, Susan Green. I have Soraya Knight, the mother of Paige. And I have uh, Maddie Rinkowski in here. And I, I think all those women are, are just solid in the women's division, you know, yeah, past, it, present, and future, you know? Yeah. And I, I you know, look, uh, this is kind of a, typically my podcasts are more themed for NWA fans. We do a lot of NWA talk. I'm looking up and down your list. You know, Maddie Rakowski recently debuted for the NWA. She's been a regular in the women's division. Now you've got uh, Jeremiah Plunkett in here. You've got like the aforementioned jazz. Uh, you've got Carrie Morton in here, Andrew Anderson, of course, Thunder Rosa, the former women's champion, uh, Colby Carino. Carino, who you know has really, really kind of uh, stepped out of his shell, if you will, uh, while being in the NWA. And there's so many, like you know, Bryce, uh, excuse me, Sauronaro, and and the Maestro, uh, people who played a role in the NWA's history, Leilani Kai, people who are currently uh, creating the history for the NWA, and that's another thing that I think is so cool because. There's not a lot of people out there who's writing about the current state of pro wrestling. There's a lot of people who are writing, you know, books about the path. And that's perfectly acceptable, too, because I feel like you need to document the history of pro wrestling. But I, again, when you're hitting up some of the newer names, some of the newer faces or lesser known talents, you're giving them that that spotlight that I, I, I think is so important uh, for the business, you know, for for pro wrestling. I mean, we're we're both podcasters and we talk to wrestlers and and the fans of wrestling all the time and i think what you're what you're doing with these books is actually filling a service that uh is is kind of neglected it you know what i i was talking to somebody here recently you know when when you see the book online or on my website it it really doesn't do it justice but man if you could pick this thing up and and I when I go to like live shows and people pick the book up and you know they'll look they'll thumb through it and then they'll read the table of contents and then they'll flip through it again and they're like, This person's in here, this person's in here, and the you know, within seconds they're just like, Man, how much is this book? You know, and 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 I and I just you know I, I invite you to to put your hands on it because I'm telling you, it is, it's one of those things where you pick it up, you're going to walk away. You're going to like read something about somebody that, you know, that you might not have known. And then you're going to discover some people that are out there in the business that you may feel like, Hey, you know what? I don't know who that person is, but I kind of feel like I should, you know, because they've been around for a long time. And then right. there you go. And like, you know, I, I I just jump right back in and start looking at some of the names again. And like uh, Duke the Dumpster Drosy, 
Uh, you did a, have a Q and A in here with Bill After. I mean, some of these names, uh, you know, Kamala, the Ugandan giant. Some of these names are synonymous with the history of professional wrestling. And uh, you're right; it's a, it's not just a. Um, you know, years ago, I saw uh, somebody who wrote a book about wrestling, and it was one of those uh, PDF file type things that you can, you know, you 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 would buy on the Apple Store or uh, the google store and and it it was a good read it was a but there's something to be said that have an actual book actually have a a hardback and i could look in here and i could literally hold the book in my hands and read it and i think that's super important um again because a pdf you know a pdf just sits there on your phone but this is actually like and i know it's going to sound cheesy but like it's art i mean look at the cover Look at look at last year's cover. I mean, that's these are attractive books. Thank you. And and I will say this: what what really made me nervous was as I couldn't secure the artist that did the first book. Oh. <laughs> so, so I I found another artist, and we 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 talked extensively about what I wanted. In and you know what, we we got through it, and we and and I'm really pleased with it. You know. So yeah, I, I I was I was surprised. That's a, your your artist who did the second, uh, you know, it's not far off from the original, and uh, it's very handsome. It's a very like I said to me when I look at it, it looks like art, and I think that's pretty cool too. You know, it's not just, um, gosh, some some of the book designs that I've seen out there aren't very attractive, but this is actually something that looks really cool. And and again, like. <laughs> You know, I, I see every time I turn the page, I see something new like Cody Diener or uh, uh, I just said Jeremiah Plunkett a little bit ago. But, uh, you know, Bobby Eaton, Congo Kong, uh, Blake Christensen. Uh, it's just I'm I'm really looking forward to getting to get very familiar with this book this weekend. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited about it again. Like uh, the stories about uh, some of these these people. When you look at the book, what story was your favorite, or was there a few stories that were your favorite? Yeah, there, there, there is a few. I like, um, I like Bobby Eaton's story. Sure, I like Mario Mancini's story, and uh, of course uh, uh, Nikita Knight and Thunder Rosa's. I, I like their their stories, but I also like. Um, um, Blake Christian's story really tugged at my heart. And then the uh, Northern Wrestling Federation uh, yeah. was really a special piece to this book. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, I know in the last book you talked to uh, uh, Jordan Clearwater and uh, with with uh, talking about – Maybe that's in this book. Well, he was on the book. He was on the podcast Jordan Clearwater was. Oh, okay. Sorry, I got mixed up there. That's okay. But uh, the, the whole Northern uh, Wrestling Federation, uh, that that was such a uh, an important territory, uh, you know, before the developmental uh, promotions kind of took off when WWE started uh, really kind of producing their own developmental territories. That, that NWF uh, was very important back in the day. And uh, you see a lot of this talent that came from there who ended up in the WWE, guys like Carl the Machine Gun Anderson or Jillian Hall, I mean, it's it's pretty cool that you know you see that maturation process from that wrestling promotion to the WWE and those talents that are able to go from point A to point B. I think that's uh, very interesting. 
Yeah, I think he has a really good formula. You know, if he's producing, you know, wrestlers of that caliber, you know, uh, Jordan Clearwater and Monster Abyss and, you know, sure. Chris Harris was in the TNA for golly, several years. I, I, I couldn't even guess. But when you when you take those talents and all the people that he's he's trained over the years and, you know, uh, hey, wrestling is 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 a fickle business. Right. So, you know, yeah. some of these people, they may. Hey, you know what? I could make a lot more money working for, I don't know, Apple or I can make right. a lot more money doing this. But they like to do this you know, on the weekend or, or a couple of times a month or whatever. Um, there's a couple people right in there now, a couple young talents that I think that people need to keep their eye on. And um, one is Lord Crew and one is oh, Nikki yeah. Victory. Lord Crew is a guy that, you know, it's it's funny you brought him up and his, I saw his picture in there. Um, Lord Crew is a guy that I first saw in Atlanta when Dave Marquez was running championship wrestling from Atlanta, uh, I was able to see him at center stage and he had a great look, absolutely just intimidating individual. And then when uh, Marquez shut down championship wrestling from Atlanta and focused all the effort into the, the, the main show championship wrestling uh, presented by car shield that uh, takes place in Irvine, they, they're, they're starting to run in more different uh, areas, but he brought crew in. And uh, that was a surprise to me, but a, a very pleasant surprise because he's such a, again, he looks like he's built for pro wrestling. Yeah, I don't know his story, but he has a great look and he's, he's very solid in the ring. He's somebody that I'm glad I, I got to witness in Atlanta and I'll get to watch in California. Yeah, no, he's uh he, he definitely, to me, is promising. What I, I thought was really neat is I was, you know, when you go on Twitter and you look up this person, you then you you they follow you follow up to another wrestler or whatever. Yeah. I, I got down the Twitter rabbit hole, you know, yeah. and uh, and in this thread in this string, I came across him in there. Well, I know him from when I did the story. And yeah. I thought, hey, this, I I thought to myself, I said, man, this guy is is on the right path. He's got he, you know, because he is intertwined with all these people, right? And didn't he just uh recently he he wrestled in uh the GCW? Yeah, and someone someone says he's a Cincinnati guy, absolutely. Yeah, is that you? No, no, uh that's that's Jeremy wrestling with the MMA. He's he he's a part of our okay. podcasting family here, but he follows the United Wrestling Network very closely. So okay, yeah, he, yeah, he's familiar with Glory Crew. And then um, you said uh, the guys that you're looking out for or, or guys that we should be looking out for, who else have you interviewed recently that you would say, like, this is somebody that everyone should be paying attention to? Oh, my goodness. I'm trying to think. Put on your scouting Put on your scouting hat. Tell me who's, who's the next big thing, Vinny. You know what? I like Isaiah Broner. And I like uh, jo Jocelyn... Uh, Navarro. Oh yeah, Joc they're... Jocelyn Navarro wrestled Jazz for the NWA Women's World Championship before Jazz ended up vacating it uh, back in okay. 2019. And the name stood out to me, and I saw that you uh, interviewed her recently, and she seemed um, 
you know, a couple of years ago, she seemed, you know, kind of new to the sport. But when you wrestle somebody like Jazz, they force you to take that next step and, and to get better. Tell me a little bit about uh, Jocelyn and how, like, how is her, uh, how, how is your time speaking with her? Well, she's, she's a super great person. And so is Isaiah. And um, they're, they're a couple, by the way. So they, um, but they're both very, very nice. And they're, they're, they're very nice to me. And I think when, when I look at their styles, both of them, uh, you know, you just take them, you know, Isaiah and, and, and Jocelyn, watch any of their matches and they are physical and they, they take it, they, they take it to the limit, man. And I really think that, you know, their style is, is really what pro wrestling needs. They're just, I mean, I watched, I guess before I interviewed both of them, I probably watched about three or four matches and I just thought, wow, man, I'm, I can't wait to talk to these people. They're going to be awesome. And and I guess that's that's how you and I differ. Uh, most of the people that I've interviewed, I've either spoken to them in person before, or I've had a a, a long term following of that person. Uh, when you reach out to them and, and and they don't know you, I mean, what credentials do you flash to get their attention? Or is it just like you said earlier? You just talk to them about what you want to do, and 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 they either yeah yeah I just yeah, I mean, I, I tell them, hey, man, I've covered news and sports for almost 20 years. And the last, you know, 11 or 12 years has been combative sports. And, you know, this is my website. And I'd like to interview you for about 30 minutes on my website. And, uh, you know, I, I, I kind of like going in cold. You know, I mean, I like to I don't write down questions. Oh, I'm going to ask them, hey, remember that match you had with. <laughs> Uh, Bobby Miller, you know, I don't, you know, I just like wherever the conversation goes, I've got a couple podcasts coming up that I'm sitting on right now. And let me tell you something. Um, I know there's one in there for a fact um, that's going to blow socks off feet, man. When, when, when Thunder Rosa came on my podcast, it was, uh, uh, I, I was in Atlanta on the power, the first uh, power tapings and uh, a buddy of mine who knew Thunder Rosa fairly well said, Hey, she's there. Do you want to interview her? I was like, heck yeah. What do I have to do? I'll jump through whatever hoops I need to. And it just didn't, it didn't work out because of uh, the fact that there was so much television going on that we just couldn't work it out. Uh, so I didn't get to interview her then. And it wasn't, it wasn't until she became women's world champion that the opportunity finally uh, came to me. Has there ever been an instance where you've reached out to somebody you've tried to interview um, and by happenstance they become a hotter commodity uh, after you or, or before you were able to interview them? Well, yeah, it was, it was Thunder Rosa. Yeah. <laughs> Funny <laughs> and, enough. Yeah, because I, I tried uh, reaching out to her when I first started the website. So back in 2017 and wow. it was um, off and on. I mean, like, um, and she was all for it, but you know, I mean, she has a busy schedule, right? Oh, yeah. And, uh, we had troubles, uh, uh, tracking it down and every, I don't know, six months, every nine months I'd reach out to her and she'd be all for it and, and never, never hear it or whatever, you know, just nothing never came of it. And, um, 
she was having a show outside of Austin and I was selling my books up there and my wife came with me and she met us at the, um, at the entrance. And I said, I said to my wife, I said, honey, you're looking at the best woman wrestler right now in professional wrestling. And you know, I still agree with that. I still, I, I, in this, you know, we hear a lot of the controversy that's happened in AEW. And of course, with her injury, she's not able to compete right now. But when she comes back, oh, it's going to be so good. The AEW talent doesn't even know what's going to hit them. I, I'm so excited to see her come back healthy to that AEW ring because, you know, as as women's champion, she was very dominant. And she's going to be out there to prove a point. And I, if you've spoken to her, you know how passionate she is about the business. And uh, wow, it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of fun to see her uh, her return. Yeah, and she's she's a super 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 nice person. It it was uh, so funny. Her booth was right next to mine. I, I I I I'm very fortunate as when I go to some of these shows, I get really good real estate. Right, you yeah. can't ask for a better spot than having a table next to Thunder Rosa. I, I had a table the other night next to uh, L- Luigi Primo. Uh, I mean, I'm telling you, dude, that's great real estate. And, um, you know, she said to me at the end of the night, I said, Hey, she goes, Hey, how did you do? And I said, well, I sold four books. And she goes, four is better than zero. That's true. That is true. You know, so yeah, you know, it's really how you look at it and, and the perspective of things, you know, and because people get discouraged real easy, you know, it's like, Oh man, I work so hard and da da da. But but you know, all this takes time. You know. Yeah. Well, and I'll, also, I would I would venture to guess that a lot of this is like a feeding your soul. You know, um, we love if you're if you're if you're this invested right now by writing these books and interviewing these talents, I, I would venture to guess that you probably love pro wrestling, and oh. so that means that you're probably pretty passionate about it, and and to be able to do something. To, to put pen to paper or to type on a keyboard and while you're conversing with, with these stars of professional wrestling and you're knowing again that you're putting that spotlight on, on each talent that you speak to. I mean, that's got to do something for your, for your, I don't want to say ego, but like for your soul, like, Hey man, I love pro wrestling and I've got three books that I've written, you know, that, uh, that document the history of pro wrestling document uh, some of the great talents today the of, of, of yesteryear and of course with uh you know the the, the previous uh, uh lance von eric book i mean you told that guy's whole like story i mean it, it's pretty incredible and uh, again the feeding that that yeah, i want to say ego but feeding your soul i mean there's got to be some uh reward to that uh too well it, it's gratifying you know when, yeah. because look i i've known a lot of people who've told me and and i've done it too you know Hey, I'm going to write a book. I'm going to write a book. You know, I mean, I've been saying that all my life, right? And it, and I didn't get it done until I was almost 50. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the the thing is is, you know, once you know what goes into a book, I can understand why people don't finish books. I mean, <laughs> it is a very daunting uh task. I I the book I'm I'm working on right now, um you know, I, I get in there and I have all these notes and I'm sifting through them and I'm thinking, you know, there's just something missing here. You know, 
and and maybe there's nothing missing here, but maybe maybe I'm not telling it right, right? So, you know, I have to step back and come back, and um, it's a little challenging than than the Lance book was. Uh, the the shorter stories are a little easier because they're short stories, right? And, right. You know, I know they're going to end fairly soon, but but for 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 a, a large book like that where you're carrying it on and you've got to get these these chapters to tie into each other. Uh, I'm just not there right now with the Bart book. I'm, I've written some chapters, but you know, the thing with the Lance Von Eric book for, I don't know how many months it was, but I was like at this sticking point where I kind of didn't know how I was going to tell the story. Um, I had all this information. I even had some uh, chapters written, but one day it just came out of the blue and I was like, you know what? That's exactly how I'm going to tell this one. And it just kind of fell out. It fell into place and it, you know, and I and know that's going to happen with the next book. It's just, um, I'm just not there yet. Yeah. And, and I, I could see that too, as, as a, as a fellow writer and, you know, I, no books yet, but I, every time I talk to you, Vinny, every time you send me a, a new podcast that you, uh, that you just did, it's like, man, you, you inspire me to do the same thing. And, and who knows, maybe, maybe a year from now, you and I will talk on your podcast and I'll be promoting my book. But, um, I, I just, I, I'm so blown away with, with what, uh, what you're able to do with, like you said, the short stories, you're taking the interviews, you, you, you put a story with the interview, um, and it encapsulate this moment in time, whether it be, you know, uh, I think you spoke to Carrie Morton in 2021, right? Yes. And, and Carrie Morton now, uh, you know, he's the NWA world junior heavyweight champion. And, uh, you know, I don't think anyone had that on the calendar last year, this time that, oh yeah, Carrie Morton's going to be a, a, an NWA champion and you'll have that pedigree in your book. You know, I think that's really cool. I don't even know if people thought Kerry Morton was going to be still wrestling at this point. I mean, that was early on in his career. He hasn't really been wrestling for very long. So you got him uh, relatively early in his career. Yeah. And Blake Christian was one also too, that I got uh, early, early on in his career. And um, the Nikita Knight story too was, was really unbelievable how it fell on my lap. She was what just wrestling like a, a month or two. Wow. And she did an interview with me. And then just a few months later, she was signed to NXT. Um, and now she's Thea, uh, Thea Hill. And um, um, what, what a nice young lady, man. And I, and I, I sent her a message and I sent her a picture of the, uh, the, the book and the cover. And she, uh, sent me a really nice message. Hey, I'm so I'm so happy for you. I'm so proud, uh, you know, of what you're doing, and thank you for what you're doing. Just a really nice uh, message of uh, congratulations. That's really that that's really cool. So, uh, the the one question that's on my mind, and I've been afraid to ask, but I I, I want to definitely ask it because I know that I've had interviews that haven't always gone well. Have you had an interview where? you had very high expectations and it just didn't materialize the way you had hoped. You don't have to name names unless you want to. You know, I've had very few that, that it didn't go well. I, I mean, very, very few. 
Um, I've had some that, you know, that I didn't think did I did that well after, you know, like after I got off the phone, I was like, man, that wasn't a very good interview at all. And then when I come back to, to put some commercials on it and, you know, I think, you know, Hey, it's not that bad, you know? Um, but I, I had one where, where the, the guy was, uh, like challenging and very snarky and, uh, you know, just hard to kind of converse with. And then when it got down to the end, um, you know, he was, saying he thought it went pretty good and that and I was like man I was ready for this thing to end a long time ago but I know. think the the worst ones are when you get the uh, one or two answers with no follow up like a, one or two word answers and no follow up so you're like uh, so uh, when did you start wrestling oh I, I started in July 2020 oh, okay, okay so where did you where did you train for wrestling uh, I trained at Santino Brothers Okay, you know, I've, 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 I mean, I'm not saying anyone specifically, but I've had the interviews where, like, uh, what was your favorite match? Oh, I wrestled this guy. So, what was so good about that match? Oh, uh, we, we, we we tore down the house. Okay, but tell me more. You know, it's like uh, you're pulling teeth trying to get something out of the guy. Well, I think the whole, whole trick for me is, is just really having a conversation. So I don't go in, I don't like, like I told you, I, I really don't like going in with, with questions, you know, I don't yeah. like, I mean, I, I, I know enough about like, you know, say, oh, okay, this person wrestled in the NWA for this long. Oh, this person um, trained with, uh, let's just say Harley Brace yeah. and, Golly, man! With that right there, I can I can get a pretty good conversation going and then unfold it. But you know what? I I, I probably wouldn't have done the podcast, and I was going to mention this earlier. But you know, after I was doing all the writing, I was putting out the books, and people were like, "Dude, you got to do a podcast." And I, you know, I I did a you know a few in the beginning, and and it, I really struggled with it. And they were like. Yeah, you got to do a podcast. Well, I've done a couple. No, you got to keep it up. Keep it up. What the deal was, was, um, you know, uh, I can put a commercial in there. Yeah. (laughs) So, I mean, it was like, you know, uh, it's just another opportunity to, you know, tell people about my uh, my product. And I, and I hope that people enjoy the, the interviews as well. I've, I've, I've got a, couple really good ones i started i don't know if you noticed but i started uh interviewing people internationally and i and i i I fell into a group of people in scotland and i i've been wrestling or interviewing a lot of wrestlers from scotland um and i say a lot probably about five or six right now you know it's yeah it's kind of interesting and and they tell me about the scene and they're very nice and they're they're funny and they're humorous and and they just uh, they got good stories you know so I've would been that doing be the that. Scottish Wrestling Alliance? Say it one more time. Is that the Scottish Wrestling Alliance? Um, ICW is is where okay. a lot of them insane championship wrestling. Yeah, we we have a uh, and I say we I mean the alliance. We have a friend uh, Fiona who lives in Scotland and. So she she does a lot of the emceeing for some of these shows. So it's uh, uh, I I knew of Scotland Wrestling Alliance because again they used to be associated with the NWA, and at one point they had 
long before the WWE, they had their own version of NXT, which was the same premise, really. It was like, this is a show for the for our students to develop, and, and the WWE actually paid them for the name. Mm. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, sorry, that's a little off tangent, but uh, uh, just, right. you said Scottish wrestling, then my brain started going to, to what I know about Scotland. I was actually supposed to go there uh, during the before the pandemic. We had booked our uh, vacation for uh, late summer, early fall. We were going to go to Scotland, and I was hoping to catch some uh, pro wrestling while I was there. But uh, you know, then uh, COVID nineteen hit and it shut everything down. Uh, we we lived through that pandemic. How did that change your ability to connect with? with your uh, audience and how did it change your ability to connect with uh, the talent that you speak to? Well, I got a lot more writing done. <laughs> That's yes. I, 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 I believe I, I, I finished the Lance book and then I, then I got this idea that, Hey, I can actually do it. Yeah. <laughs> I can actually finish a book. Right. You know, so yeah, yeah. Like, I can do another one. And, you know, I think that's what I needed. That's I, I actually needed to be able to finish one, right? Yeah, for sure. I, I like uh, and again, you know, I put myself as a as an aspiring writer too. Like I, I'll call myself a writer, but I don't have anything published like yourself. But when I see like, oh man, if you could just get that one out there, if you could just get that pen to paper and finish that book and sell it and release it and 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 know that you've you've accomplished that. And how hard is it to do it again? You know what I mean? You've, you've, you've done it. You know, and, like, and, like and it's easier than you think. Yeah. You say that, but I, I'm still sitting here trying to struggle and to get one. But uh, I, I know I, I told you I'd keep you for about 45 minutes. We're, we're approaching an hour here, but let's real quick. I want to plug the website, wrestleville.com. You've been around since 2017. The podcast uh, I was looking on Spotify. Uh, you have episodes that go all the way back to 2020 um on spotify what about some of your older stories are those available for uh folks to to read or watch well the um the interviews that you'll see on the uh website and on spotify are um and i, and I believe i'm about to be on heart radio as well um nice. i'm slowly so slowly expanding my my podcast you know it's like when you're doing all this stuff you know it's like some people say, Oh, you got to do this and you got to do that. I am trying, <laughs> I'm trying, <laughs> you know. Um, but, um, I all my all my interviews for the podcast they're they're available. Um, and then, uh, the stories that uh, were prior to the uh, the podcast are in the book. Beautiful, and uh, in the um, I have it in the merch or excuse me, I have it in the description a link to the Russellville store. And if you guys, I mean, like, look, there's, you can get the uh, original Lance by chance. That was the first book. Also Russellville, it's still out uh, 1995, but that's the first volume, the second volume, same price, 1995. And if you really enjoy the podcast, the Russellville podcast, and you're enjoying these books, you want to help support Vinny. You can also pick up a shirt. They have a really handsome uh, black on gray shirt that, uh, it's the Wrestleville logo. It's pretty awesome. And in fact, I'm going to probably pick one up soon too. Uh, what else, how else can folks follow you on the socials and, and where else can they get uh, some Vinny Berry time? Yeah, I'm on, uh, I'm on Instagram. I'm on Instagram at uh, Russellville podcast. 
Um, there's a Russellville Facebook page. Um, there's a, um, uh, Russellville Lance Von Eric, uh, Facebook group. And so you, you can find me out there, you know, you can uh, go to my website, you can send me an email. Um, you know, I have a, I have, you, you mentioned the t-shirt, uh, have one that, that should be coming in, in the mail tomorrow. You know, I mean, I've, I've ordered a few weeks ago and, uh, there's a friend of mine who put in an order as well. And he, uh, he got his shirts uh, yesterday and today. And so mine should be coming this week and, and that'll be on there. But, you know, if, if you like wrestling stories, if you like learning about um, these uh, people who entertain us, you know, the stories are there. And uh, I've, I've got to, I, I'm, I'm, I'll just say, keep keep your eye on the podcast. There's going to be some stuff coming up here pretty soon that I think people are really uh, maybe maybe some hardcore um, old school wrestling fans are really really going to enjoy. But I think people who who just love wrestling in general are going to enjoy the fact that wow, I I, I get to hear that story and um, I get to learn about some people that that I just never even knew of, and and that's that's why I do it. And that's why I, I enjoy doing this so much is because I'm learning is, is along the way too. Yeah. And, and, you know, and and I'll just kind of jump on top of that point. Uh, I've been very fortunate over the last, uh, I've been doing a lot of the, I've been podcasting for 15 years, Vinny. Hmm. And uh, for a while there, we had a stretch where we were doing interviews um, almost as often as you are now, but you know, for, for us back then, we were doing two a month, which was a lot for us. And uh, you, you really get to know the people behind the, the, the wrestler. You see, you know, uh, Kevin Douglas, the, and at the time he was the NWA world junior heavyweight champion, somebody I absolutely thought was just a, a maniac in the ring. So much fun to watch, but then you get to meet the person and you get to know the person. And in, in this situation, I became friends and he's been, you know, he for a while was also, a part of our podcasting network too. So uh, I get what you're talking about. Like the, it's not just the stories you get to actually meet the person and, you know, the old adage where they're, you know, this is my gimmick and it's just me with the volume turned up to 11. I mean, there's truth to that, but you know, there's also a real person behind whatever gimmick that that wrestler's using. Right. Right. Yeah. And, and sometimes you'll talk to these people and you'll kind of expect something different from them, you know? Oh, yeah. And it's like, wow, it's uh I kind of expected something different, you know. Well, pa- Papo Esco, and I know you spoke to him, and then he's he's a guy that I very much admire and respect as well. Uh, you know, I'm expecting an entirely different guy. I did not know that he had such uh an exuberance of knowledge about pro wrestling, especially with the NWA. I'm like, geez, Papo, you would be you you'd be a perfect writer for my website talking about the NWA. Uh that's the kind of stuff that I really enjoy seeing and, and hearing about and learning. And uh, I I'm assuming you do too. Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, I, I do want to thank you for your time, Vinny. Is there anything else you'd like to plug while you're here? Well, I would, I would just say this. Uh, I'm, I'm really proud of uh, the pro wrestling vault volume two. I I'm proud of all the books, but you know, it's, it, it's, it's funny how the last one just kind of seems like, you know, it, it, it's, it's a brand new little baby. And it's <laughs> yeah. just so cute, you know, and just, I'm just so proud of it right now. Right. And um, I, I'm getting a lot of, 
nice feedback. I'm getting a lot of feedback from uh, on Amazon. A lot of wrestlers that are featured in the book, um, you know, are, are just telling me what they think about it. And uh, it just makes me feel good because, you know, I, I want people to appreciate it, you know, and yeah. it's something that I, I like. And, and like you said, it is, it is art, you know, and, it, and you, you look at it and, and you, and you go through the stories and you, you know, I, I, you know, I just flipped to the page with Lelani Kai. Um, you know, I don't know if you've ever had to the, the chance to talk to her, but she is a sweet, sweet person. I mean, yeah. just so good, dude. Just, just, I, you know, me and her have chatted for, you know, I was looking for some specific pictures and, and I said, Hey, I hope you're not busy. She says, no, I'm just laid out here on my, I'm laid out here on my bed and I'm going through a box of pictures and I'm going to send you something. And, you know, it was just, I, I just thought, wow, how cool. It just, yeah. <laughs> how relaxed it is like, yeah, I'll just, I'll do it. I'll stop doing whatever I was doing. Who, who knows what she was doing. Right. But sure. she took the time to help me. And you know what? She sent me. Uh, also, too, I want to say that we haven't plugged this yet. Uh, in each book, you oh, yeah. will get a signed autograph. And um, Lilana Kai signed uh, some stickers. And uh, what, what do you got in the in the first one there? So in the first one, I yeah. have, it's oddly enough, Tim Storm, okay. somebody who has been on this show. And somebody who uh, I admire quite a bit. Uh, uh, and I know it's an authorized signature because he's also signed my 10 pounds of replica. Right. So it is a legit signature. But Tim's a great dude. And, again, his, he's a former NWA World's Heavyweight Champion. So many guys that this could have been that could have signed this. And, and luckily, I got Tim Storm on that first one. This one, uh, the new one, oddly enough, is the current NWA World Junior Heavyweight Champion in oh. Kerry Morton. All right. So you you scored, or I scored twice, thank you. And uh, Yeah, and, and I will tell the fans, they're, they're stickers. They're signed stickers. I sent them to them. All, all these people live in different cities. When I, we did it for Lance, he lived in a different country. And they, they signed the stickers and send them back. Um, Lelana Kai signed. Uh Duke the Dumpster sign, Kerry Morton sign, Jeremiah Plunkett, Sal Renaro, Mario Mancini, uh, a few others. Uh, but I think really, really good autographs in this one. But what, what I like about Lilani Kai, uh, and I just found this out, she sent them back to me, oh, I don't know, a couple months back. And uh, the other night I was going through it and I thought, what is in here? So I dumped out the envelope of the, of the sign labels and she put in there a a like a baseball card of her and she signed it for me that's really cool and and i thought that was really nice i just thought wow you know that was that was cool and and i showed my wife i was really you know taken back by that because i remember when she was in the uh first wrestlemania and yeah. i always thought that and i always felt like this i was young then but i think that uh, i think like this now like a lot of wrestling companies don't use that person. Eh, they're just not using that person to their potential. You sure? He was one of the first ones I felt like she wasn't being used to her potential. 
and that was that's when really I was cool. 14. That's really cool, man. That's 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 great. Uh, I, that makes me happy for you, you know, because that's a uh, that's something that you won't ever, uh, you know, won't ever disappear. Uh, let me share my one story, and then and then we'll call it a night. But uh, okay, Adam Pierce, Scrap Iron Adam Pierce. He's currently working for the WWE. We see him each and every week, talking to uh, you know, putting down uh, Ronda Rousey, and then getting uh, choked out for his efforts. But for a long time, he was the NWA World's Heavyweight Champion. Before that, uh, Pro Wrestling Guerrilla Heavyweight Champion out here in Southern California. Uh, worked a lot of uh, the indie shows out here. He had been on the podcast two or three times, uh, and I never actually met him in person. Now we, I've, I've watched him wrestle hundreds of times, but I never said anything to him other than, hey, what's up, champ, as he walked by. And my wife, we, who uh, then was my girlfriend, who... <laughs> hates pro wrestling, but loves talking to people, went and saw him, introduced herself as Jay Cal's girlfriend. And he said, Jay Cal's here, bring him over. And we ended up going out to dinner that night with, with Adam Pierce after he uh, defended the 10 pounds of gold against X-Pac, Sean Waltman at uh, wow. Applebee's in Yuma, Arizona. And ever since then, like we, we exchanged Christmas cards. Uh, my wife talks to him all the time. I mean, it's, it's really cool that dynamic, these relationships that you form with these people who, you know, otherwise would never have been accessible to you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, yeah I think that's really cool, man. I, I think that's that's awesome. So we'll, we'll wrap it up here, Vinny. Again, I, I appreciate you so much for your time. You continue to be an inspiration to me. I, 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 I'm going to double down on this again and say, guys, Russellville, I mean, get the book. Get it. It's 20 bucks. You know what that is? That's that's a, that's McDonald's when you double you upsize your meal. It's nothing. <laughs> and and honestly, uh, the entertainment you'll get from that book, you dive right in there. The stories are easy to read. It's not you're not no no disrespect. It's not Chaucer. You're not trying to read old English. This is written for fans to read. And I think you'll really will enjoy these these stories. And of course, uh, you know, Vinny's a guy who's out here doing the grind, the same thing that we're doing over here at the Alliance blog. So we want to support him and, and uh, lift him up. Hopefully if you guys, I know uh, Jeremy said he subscribed to your Google, po uh, subscribed to via Google podcast. If you guys are on Spotify, subscribe, any other podcasting format, get out there, subscribe to WrestleView. Oh, I said view, huh? I'm sorry. WrestleVille. Sorry. Apologize guys. Uh, but make sure you go and subscribe to that because again, it helps him. It gets the more subscribers he gets, the more reach he gets, the more opportunities he has to interview uh, bigger and better celebrities in, in the world of professional wrestling. So, thank you very much. Thank you, Vinny. All right, guys, uh, have a great weekend. We'll see you on Thursday for uh, the Alliance Guys podcast. And until next time, Vinny and myself, we're out of here. You guys have a good night, and we'll see you at the matches. Thanks for joining the stream. This has been a presentation of Alliance-Wrestling.com. We genuinely appreciate your support. Would you consider subscribing so you'll never miss a future episode? I'd also like to remind you we do a live stream every Tuesday at 5 p.m. before NWA Power. You can find us on social media at The Alliance Blog. And until next time, we are The Alliance.